I've forgotten how I wanted to start it. To start it. So what are we going with? Reasons, reasoning, reasoning and seasoning. Reasoning and seasoning. I like that reasoning and seasoning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> tuned in, locked in, tuned in. Yeah. Actually, do I? What do I want to record? I got Sims Simba. I'm just gonna go Ellington. Hello everybody. This is the reason the season. Hi. This is a podcast. Each week. <laughs> a lot of shit going <laughs> on. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, look. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Let's just blast into it. See what comes out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you tune in every I'm week. Cancel that one. I just said a bag of shit. What? We're just two guys. You want to hear? What? What? No, wasn't that right? Okay. Damn. What's going on, people? You're now tuned into the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellington, and myself, King Sims. We're just two guys chopping it up, talking shit about topics you want to hear. And of course, we put our own seasoning on it. So make sure you catch us each and every week. <laughs> Don't slap as much as you used to before the sugar tax. That's probably how long I've, that I've not had it in like. But years. you've got years back on your life. <laughs> huh? You've got years back on your life. The it's formula they used to have was an abuse. <laughs> and just a little bit of sugar these times they're dousing like a whole I think they overdid it before man but I feel like they overdid it I feel like would you rather live a long and boring life or a short and excited one I would rather live a long life with all my limbs and no diabetes <laughs> than, than a short life of sugar enjoyment diabetes and then, yeah but diabetes is manageable nowadays bruv it's manageable but, mm, like yeah the, the, the more I think about it, I'm just like look even that type think two. about every other aspect of it as well like in terms of just on your daily all these sugar rush stuff and e-number stuff that we had like queued up everything you go into a corner shop everything at eyes level is just mm-hmm. piling you full of this bullshit. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? I think I always We're always tired. just had a very moderate sense of like when it came to junk food. Mm. I never ever did it. Like I remember one time, well, I say one time, it was pretty much every morning throughout high school. We used to go to the I used to pass a shop every morning. Yeah. And that was pretty much where you'd bump into most of your friends in it. Mm. But there's a shop near near the school, it's called Nina's. And she would always have like it's just a corner shop, just a mm. young corner shop right oh by this old lady called nina mm. and uh and then would be outside the shop at 8 50 8 45 in the morning mm. eating monster munch ribena what was it remember them little them little drinks that come in like a blue plastic cup yeah they, and they're shaped like a and rocket the little, the, like the little, little no no not even with the no. little red the thin red straw Plastic cup. Oh, like, I, th- I thought you mean the plastic, the clear blue plastic. It could be cup. clear as well. Sometimes they're clear, sometimes they're blue. But it's like a it's like a square, uh, like an oblong shaped cup. Yeah. And it comes oh, with a little it's like yeah, little plastic. Uh, yeah, it's just like yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So you used to drink the bear man used to have that and then um what was it? Then like or what's it's and bear Harry Bows and yep. chocolate. And this is before nine o'clock in the morning. That was me, bro. That Lion was, see, bar. That was before nine a.m. That was not me. <laughs> I used to see them man doing that, and just because my mom used to make sure that I had breakfast before I left. Aye. So when I got to that point at, yeah. in the morning where I'm just bucking up with the man, them, mm. I'm like, they're like, oh, are you, what, do you want something or whatever? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah, those times I was now free range, unpoliced. I've left the crib now. All oh, this non sweets rule, no sweets rule. That's that's. Back but at do you know the what crib. it is as well? Do you remember <laughs> what you could get for like a pound? Mm. You could get bare things for a pound. This is when, when Freddo's, Freddo's was still like 15p. Yeah. They jumped up a little bit in price, moving mm. mad, yeah. a bit cheeky. 
but they were 15p. Yeah. Then you know, could get two of those. The cup drink I'm talking about was like seven, five or seven p. The Monster Munch, remember they had the price on the pack? Yeah. They were like 25p. You get yeah. bare things yeah. for, for a pound. 20p, I remember when they And then the penny sweets. The penny sweets. In the little paper bag. Little paper bag. Not questionable hygiene. Because we are was... putting up our fingers all in there. Yeah, no hand sanitizer, no nothing, no gloves, no nothing. Nah. Do you know what? I actually prefer that to you know the shops where you have to pick your own, but they don't provide like a little spatula or something to pick the sweets. Oh, that's like in the cinemas. Plenty of people going up in there with a fist to pick up sweets, a lot falling back in there. I prefer the ones where they've got the little packets, but oh. the little packets, it's like okay, big man behind the counter. There's no record of any hygiene whatsoever. So when they've been packed into those packets, what's the origins of these packets? Because a lot of these packets were... You know when a plastic bag's not been used and it's creaseless? Yeah. A lot of corner shops, I used to see these little plastic bags. They're in the little... they're all crushed up. They're all crushed up and I'm like... Sugar residue in them already. (laughs) Exactly. This is the fifth use of this bag. Where do you get these bags? Yeah. (laughs) Recycling and that. Mm. Um, No, I think it's... um, Yeah, I don't really use... Like you see the ones in the supermarket or like in like I said in like Cineworld or whatever, mm. they got the pick and mix joints. Yeah, and some of them don't have the yeah the scoop the trout yeah the yeah. scoop yeah. And I'm just like nah, you'll yeah. never catch me eating them things there. It's mad. It's when you inspect closely. Like the first thing I always look at is what's kicking about in the bottom because there's no there's no monthly thing for an employee to be like empty all the sweets out. Clean and, out the thing and then, and then restock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those sweets, the ones that are sitting there where you're finally reaching it, they've been there for months. They're long lasting sweets. With many different flies and different things coming up in there. Mm-hmm. People's hands, all sorts. So, yeah, cinema sweets. And you know what, as well, remember, did you see that video with the, it was it was in Tesco with the bakery? You know, the fresh bakery and, and the, the rats. Run around. Yeah. Why am I to having a party? Basically, just shoves in. <laughs> Shoves in next to the, 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 the... Those rats weren't scared of the humans who were filming. Yeah. They only left when the guy came closer. Yeah, exactly. They were just jumping. <laughs> I right, put that... Get that camera out my fucking throat. <laughs> it's all, you know what? I'll, I swear to God, if them, I wouldn't be surprised if them mouths come back with balaclavas. Yeah. No face, no case. This candy land, nigga. <laughs> this candy land. Why not gang signs with their tails and shit? <laughs> but you know what's crazy about that? I... I'm a big baked goods person from but, little. Boy, right? you, better re, you better retract that. But you better I, retract that love, boy. I'm okay. So at this stage, I'm like, I rethink that strategy because see the displays for the baked goods in little, because that's the shop close to my house. Little always have like the, you walk past there and it's smelling fresh. They're right in the, the bread's just come out. Every single little's yeah. got the same layout, so they're uh, right at the entrance. Exactly. Yeah. So it's tantalizing because you're smelling that smell and you're like, hmm, yeah. Inside this tip, inside this tip, mm. um, after 8 p.m., they all get discounted to like a penny. One oh, for real? Two p, yeah. I but they've been here all day, so. Yeah. But yeah, they have to get rid of them that day. But yeah, if you're ever coming home from like after a workout or whatever, yeah. you just pop your head in. Yeah. But if they don't, what happens to the ones that don't get picked up then? They just they get just binned. toss them away, yeah. Jeez, such a waste, man. There's... Well, actually, right. I'm saying they toss them away. They don't resell them. I don't know what they actually do with them. Maybe yeah. they take them to a shelter or they just give them away or maybe the staff take them. Mm. I can't say that I've seen loads of stuff on the shelf at that hour. Yeah. Like, because I've been into Lidl's where they're like, vexed that I've come in. You know how, you know you're late. You know yeah. you're that late and everyone's like, oh, why are you coming in at 5 to 10? <laughs> do you know what I mean? These times I'm just here to pick They've up. They've got a... their outdoor coats. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. All the tills are shut down. Yeah, like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, nah. I, and I've, I've seen very few items on the shelf. Nah. Stuff, so. But sorry, go on. 
this uh i forgot what i was gonna say i was just talking about the ratatouille party that was up in that video and how brazen but the the layout in little the thing that concerns me is it's the same story bro it's not like it's, it's enclosed at the back because they have to load it from the back right so no the ones in Lidl's. oh well it depends which one you go to mm. so there's one in um up slateford road yeah. they've got the bakery just behind where they display oh okay but the one in dalrai mm. it's the behind it's a wall oh okay. so they must come out the front and just put the stuff on the thing and then yeah i might bakery, i don't the, think there's the a bakery behind. there i think they might bake them in that Lidl's. And oh, then just take them and down the road to Dal Rai. Yeah. Because that would make sense. Because I, I can't see where they would put a bakery in that one. Because it's oh. quite small. Yeah. But it's crazy how... How much that that will damage their bottom line in terms of... Think about it. Ain't nothing new there. The rats done been having parties in the baked yeah, goods there. Man. But now that someone's taking a video and it's Tesco, people won't apply that same rule to all supermarkets. They'll be like, I... That's, that's just I'm Tesco. I'm shopping in Tesco, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that particular do rats Tesco. Yeah. discriminate and care no. what supermarket? No. Rats be running up in these. And if you think about the locations of a lot of supermarkets as well, and the big storage facilities attached to the supermarket for their stock, that is a rat's heaven. Yep. That is a perfect rat crib. Do you mm. know what I mean? So, yeah, and I need the to read they, they weren't mice. They were rats. Nah. They had tattoos. Ratican. They had, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Those, those are the ones, like, leave them in a big enough space. They'll grow to, like, be the size of a rabbit. Yeah, them ones there. Yeah. Yeah, so I can't I, be asked with that. But, yeah, that's... Yeah. that's. I need to lay off the baked goods from these supermarkets, man, because, yeah, that's not... Just just go to... I don't know. I don't do you know what's funny, though? I feel like this happens a lot. Mm. I can't imagine it doesn't happen, like, almost daily. Yeah. Just, you can't, you can't find... You don't see it often. Yeah. Do you know what though? Like I feel like everyone who, if you've ever eaten a baked good from mm. them open places, yeah. you've probably had a rat next to your yeah. the food that you've eaten. You've been cold. in all your years. You've had rat hair on your food. <laughs> you've you've, you've done, done a know. joint venture with a rat or two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you've exactly. Cold, cold, cold pouching with a rat. But think about it as well though. Certain takeaways, bro. Like in terms of like the cross contamination, the containers, mm-hmm. the chickens right mm-hmm. there, the lambs, the whatever, mm-hmm. and it's all just living in perfect harmony. That ain't kosher. With all kinds of things running all over. Mm. So And you know boss man ain't gonna be like closing down the shop. He's gonna see the whole the same rat for the past two weeks and be like, Big man, not today. <laughs> it's a Saturday, it's match day. Yeah. They're gonna get bit. Just allow it for today, please. Come back on Monday. Nobody comes in on a Monday morning. Come back on Monday. You know, <laughs> pleading with the rat. Please, please. <laughs> I will feed your family down. next week. This week, don't ruin my business. Uh, <laughs> it must be really tough in terms of like, you know, you're you're a small business, or it's not like you've got that big an operation mm. whereby you've got someone who's dedicated, you know, to mm. um, certain, you know, certain aspects of the the code. You know, the food hygiene code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's some ridiculous things on there. In terms of, I know the basics about the temperatures of food, where you yeah, store yeah, the food. Yeah, That's yeah. all basic. But then there's some other stuff where it's just like to to achieve the utmost scoring on that thing. It's like crazy stuff. Your average small business owner, bro, who's they're not they, they can't they can't adhere to that. Hope there's no fire today that will shut us down. Yeah. I hope there's no kitchen. I hope nobody gets sick off the food. That's their concerns. They're not worried about these upper. I am. In, I am curious to know what the food hygiene like standards are for. Like a, a, a chippy, for instance. Mm, very like, low. I can imagine it would be compared to like a restaurant on George Street. Aye. Do you know what I mean? But I think it's very different places. Very chippies. Different. 
Bro, sometimes they don't even hide or even the, the, chip, dirt. Va- the the height the vans that you get. Because <laughs> now you're talking about there's a whole engine next to where you're frying and bear of those vans that I've seen, it's only in recent times I've seen food trucks where, like, the person serving is someone who's got some sense of personal hygiene about... Oh, I remember yeah, when I was a kid, yeah, yeah. you used to see some mad builder's bum overweight guy sweating out his hoop. Yeah. Like, sweating. All on your burger. And he's just going, like, foo, and dishing up the burger the same way. And and that's good. Chest hairs all flying onto the frying yeah. pan. And, mm. Especially like around football grounds. That's where I used to see them, them, them man there who smoking inside the thing. Yeah, smoking. He's got the cigarette. <laughs> but his ice cream vans here. Cheese. Yeah, his burger vans here, and he's doing the same. I'm the sweaty big man who serves up the good slop. Like, allow it. And people are coming to get served up and give the guy respect. Like, what hey, big man? <laughs> no, this, man. This is disgusting. What's going on here? The guys sweat and. Fluff. All He's the, going all up all in, in the ketchup. Nah, man. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> Respect the server of food, but not in those Long situations when it's a greasy, uh, greasy van and it's under those circumstances. But now that all the hipsterism and all these like specialist types of food are out now, we've got uh, someone who's dressed like a cobbler uh, serving you some sort of long-named version of some normal food something slow cooked it could be pie and mash 28 days 28 days matured yeah yeah it's always yeah exactly it's it's come from a certain mountain in a certain region the guy for some reason has a twizzly mustache as he explains it to you <laughs> he's wearing circular glasses <laughs> corduroy is worn then you know yeah is the guy's just just the grooming alone there i know this guy well for starters he's not sweating in this van that's a good sign. Uh-huh. He's not wiping uh, his brow using his sleeve. That's another good sign. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, okay. Damn! I watched Squid Game. Oh, yes! I did watch it. Yes! How far, how much, how many episodes? I'm done. Oh, you're done? Yeah. Thoughts, please. I'm Right, okay, so... I like it. Okay. It is a good watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it is... I think what they do by way of ending each episode, they end it on a cliffhanger. Mm. So I don't want to give too much away because although it's been out for a few weeks now, I feel it's unfair for me to just be like, oh, this and that happened. It's unfair, but if if you ain't watched it, that's your problem. Fix your life. No. <laughs> this is a big no, thing that's happening I, in the world. I, I don't, I don't want to say too much because someone might be watching it right now mm. and might stop to watch Stop watching that to listen to the pod or whatever, and True. then we've just ruined it. And for then we've just but it is worth a watch, and I'm and, I, and that's coming from someone who don't really watch things like that. Mm. I watch a film. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And nine times out of ten, it'd be a film that I know. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Or I've seen it before, or it's a film that I've been wanting to watch for ages. Yeah. Um, but series, as series, as far as series go, this is definitely something worth watching, man. Yeah. It's not too long either. I... Obviously, each episode is an hour, but you can get through it in a day. If you oh, really yeah. wanted to. If you were really if you're working from home yeah. Yeah. and you're it's a light day at work or whatever, you yeah. can you can pretty much get into it. See, that's a mistake I make sometimes where it's like while concentrating on other things, you know, have it on, mm. work my way through it. And I, I end up regretting having done that with a lot of series, man. I'm like, I wish I'd just given this my full attention because yeah. it's so dope. Do you know what I mean? So But yeah, this is this is a good one. So I'm past out of I've five. obviously watched it all of it. Mm. And yeah, there's some bits that I'm just like, raw. Like one of the games, what let me look. The third game. Okay. The third game. Do you do you remember what that was? Uh don't say it. 
because it will give it will ruin it. I can't remember exactly which one that was. The third one. It involves rope. Oh yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. So that yeah. one, mm-hmm. and then how they got out of that one, how they managed, how they patterned that one. Mm. I was like, yeah, yeah, patterned it nice. Yeah, patterned it nice. I'm gonna have to watch the last two episodes though, because mm. that's where obviously, yeah, that's where the games like the last two episodes is like a little bit of like an after, after the games thing. But I'm just like, what actually is going on here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm gonna yeah. have to rewatch those. But as far as the games, yeah, I will say this though: mm-hmm. how the games ended was a little bit anticlimactic. I kind of saw that. I I knew that was gonna happen. Uh, I knew that was gonna end. Not I didn't know who was gonna win. I kind of had my guesses because, you know, the way the show is. Yeah. But like in my head, I was like, I'm kind of disappointed that it ended like that. Oh, okay. It just seemed a bit of a cop out. From a writer's perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So I'm disappointed in that aspect. However, as a whole, it is a great watch. Mm. I give it a strong... Mm, I get three and a half, four stars out of five. Oh, okay. I wouldn't okay. give it a solid five. Yeah. Just because there was a lot of things in there that I'm just like... Mm. Mm. I agree because one thing that was lacking for me was the, the way they kind of developed the characters... Um, there was some strong characters in there where straight away you knew how you feel about this person. Yeah. I like this person. I hate this person. But they could have just done a bit more, you know, yeah. in terms of give us a bit more info. Shit. Don't just focus on these flipping games and where they are. Let's have the story about the person's life. Do you know what I mean? Because like, you know what as well? Ooh. It made it easier. Remember there was that another game where they had to like partner up? Yeah. It made it easy to tell some of them who was actually going to die and who wasn't. Aye. Like, we've only just met this character. <laughs> she ain't surviving. Yeah, he's not if, if If that person did survive and the other person died, the one yeah. that we've come to know, yeah. uh, that would have been like, what the fuck? We never saw that yeah, coming. That would have been time. wavy. Mm. But it got to a point where I was like, yeah, too, that, yeah she ain't surviving. She ain't gonna survive. You're cannon fodder. You've just come on the screen. Hi, five minutes, ten yeah. minutes, bye. Like, hi. Do you know what else I'm a bit annoyed about? Well, I'm annoyed, but it's, it's uh, I don't know if I should be. So, very recently, they edited some scenes out. Oh. Yeah, apparently there's some scenes in there that they were like, right, this we can't have this on TV. So, the series you watched mm. might be slightly different to the series I watched. Oh. Because you watched it earlier than I did. Okay, okay. So, they've edited some bits out because it was inciting violence in real life or something like that. Oh, see, I heard about so that. But I don't know if... I don't know if that was in some countries or if I've maybe, or maybe you've seen it. Maybe you've not seen the scenes as well. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Someone, I saw something on thinking. It was something to, I think one of the scenes was to do with like rape. And okay. I was like, to be honest, I could do without seeing that. Mm, I think okay. that would have fucked him. That would have pissed me off if I yeah. seen that. But yeah, nah. So I don't know what it is I've actually missed. Oh, okay. But yeah. I, I yeah. thought it was a good watch even if they if, if they have deleted the scenes and I've watched the edited version I, I think it was a decent watch. Yeah. There was some I don't know which country it was in but they had a pop-up store that was you know based on, on Squid Game. Yeah. Uh, and that's where the violence the, erupted. Bare violence off. Thousands of people turned up. Where was um, this? I, I'm trying to think it wasn't in Korea. It was elsewhere. But how many thousand people turned up? Even the phone number that they used. Like, a businessman in Korea, a politician 
offered to buy the phone number because the person who owns the phone number that they used in the show yeah. has had thousands of calls um, <laughs> asking people phoning and asking to be in the game. So imagine if you're someone who's got a business to market <laughs> and you buy that phone number and thousands of people a day are phoning you and you put some sort of sales twist on it, whatever your product is, bank. Yeah. So this, this politician's like, all right, cool. Like 85 grand or 100 grand, I'll pay for that phone number. But it's crazy how they've but got you, to this you stage. Know what's so dope about it. I've just, I've just Googled Squid Game Shop, right? Just trying to look for this thing. But the first thing that's come up is all the merch. When you deep it, there's a lot of product in that film. Mm-hmm. Like they got the, obviously the players' tracksuits, which are kind of cold, if I'm honest. Yeah, they they kind of they kind of <laughs> wavy. I'm not gonna See lie. doing the shankle dipping that on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, I lie. <laughs> you know I'm, mean? Tra- I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm trying to cop. I'm trying to get my number on it. Oh, like man. I'm trying to. You know what I mean? Yeah. The 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 the, the villain jumpsuits, mm-hmm. even the masks, yeah. the circle, the triangle, the square, dope wavy. The front front man's mask, mm. that mask is cold. Yeah. Um, even his cloak or whatever, the cookies. Oh yeah, the sugar cookie, even like the props, like, bro, so many props as well. So that's a good point. But yeah, there's bear things. Oh. I'll tell you what. Though. Yeah, pop up, uh, pop up, Paris. All of these. That's where the he was in Paris. Paris yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what though? Like people in Paris, <laughs> any gathering, any gathering, it doesn't take a lot for something to go left in Paris, bro. Like I've heard this before. Big, 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 big gatherings, all it takes is some little person to incite or start a chant or something. People are ready. It's not like, oh, stop chanting, mate. We don't want violence. I've never, been, I've never been to Paris, right? But I have heard from people that have been there or lived there for periods of time. They're like, yeah, Paris does seem like quite a hostile place. Bro. But like, in terms of French mm. hostility, it's yeah. not that bad. Mm. But that level of hostility in other places... Right. would be like, what the fuck is wrong with my man? Why is my man hyping? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like when Primark opened on, in West End in London, mm. that level of hostility, but like constantly. It's mad. Do you know what's crazy? I would say... Even the, sorry, be... even the coffins. Oh, you yeah. You see Ghana boy doing up these, the same coffins. Bro, bro that's, watch this, watch these coffins show up in drill videos pretty soon. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, even, I would even say Ghanaian drill videos or UK drill videos. Ah, so I'm going to be like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do a 2021 version of that flipping. Remember those? Yeah. But with that Ghana coffin boys. But do you know what? In all the areas that I've been in, anywhere in the UK, ropey bits where you fear for your safety and you don't know what's going to pop off, mm. nothing compares. They pale in comparison. I've been on the blocks in uh, Paris, the rough ends in Paris. And yeah, that place is by far more active than anywhere, arguably anywhere in the UK. Like, yeah, the stuff that's, (laughs) honestly, in terms of just the feeling and the vibe in a place where it's just like, yeah, this is the kind of place where I, I think minimize the amount of time you spend here because... You're not just some random passerby. You know when you're like just, yeah. It it feels like this is a perfect setup for me to be a victim of something right now. And I was just like, yeah, get the hell up out of here. And it's all cool. There's bad places like that. Like, for instance, um, JoJo's currently in uh, Naples. Naples? Uh, yeah, I remember when I went to Naples. I remember coming out the city because I was in Rome before. Then I took mm. the train down, got to the Naples train station, Central train station. I come out. My accommodation was literally like maybe five minutes around the corner. Mm. Central, 
it's got like it's exactly what you expect the central to be like it's like there's a big square the train station is a big square yeah. and there's like little shops there's a mcdonald's there there's like a few restaurants there there's a few shops there and you bust a quick right off the square mm. and it's just the ghetto yeah like the ghetto as in like the floor the, the streets are just dirty Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then there's like people hanging washing from one side of the building to the other side of the this building. This is where this peak. The, the, the washing get... on those lines doesn't even look clean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, it just yeah. looks wet and yeah. and and rub and like dirty still. So ah. I'm just like, this is the girl. Now my hostel was in one of those buildings. Ah. So I've gone into the thing. I've gone into the to the room, and literally my view has got my my windows got bars on it, Jeez. like a, yeah. like gates on it. Mm. And then I'm looking out the window. And I'm like looking in the view is basically another building with bars and gates. Man. I was just like, this is the fucking slums, bro. Yeah. But it was cheap as fuck. That's what I was. I was. I was. I was traveling on a budget, so I was like, as yeah. long as I've got somewhere to put my stuff, I have a shower. Yeah. And I wasn't traveling with too many expensive things, mm-hmm. so I was like, how much did that cost per night? I'm gonna say it was like thirty euro. Ah, okay. It was cheap, man. Yeah. It was cheap. I but the one. reason why I chose it is because it was next to the station and it wasn't too far from the airport. Yeah. So I still ended up missing my flight, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got drunk at a, a festival that was going on nearby mm. and I've come home, changed, yeah. put my clothes on, packed my, pack, I packed my bags before I went to this thing, the nighttime festival, come back, um, uh, Showered, put my clothes on. I'm ready. I'm sitting on the bed, mm. ready. My flight must have been about ten thirty in the morning, and it must be about four, mm. four thirty, maybe five o'clock in the morning. No, it was later than that. It was seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So I was literally sat and sitting on my bed, like about to call a taxi. Yeah. Brother, tell me how I woke up at eleven. Oh. Checkout was at eleven thirty, so I had to go downstairs to. I had to, the first thing I did was book my flight. Yeah. I booked the flight for the next day. Luckily, same day, same time, just for the next day. Aye. So I was like, shit. But I was going to Bucharest. Oh, okay. Straight to Bucharest. So I've, I've, I've changed my flight, but then I thought, fuck, I need to go down. So I've gone downstairs and I was like, I'm really sorry. I've missed my flight. I need to stay one more day. Yeah. Now, obviously, the man was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, we're supposed to have somebody in that room, like, at three o'clock. Yeah. So I was like, look, whatever it is, I'll pay. Mm. like just I just need uh, even if it's not that room just put me in a room for like any room he's like oh, it's okay you stay in that room we'll sort it out so yeah. I paid an extra I think it was like 35 euro or whatever but oh, yeah okay. I was like yeah, but that's what happened I missed my flight but anyway when I actually ended up going to the airport the next day I was like it was like 10 minutes in the taxi I was like what the fuck I could have walked <laughs> I could have if I'd have left the crib if I'd yeah. have left instead of sitting down on that thing instead of getting a, waiting on a taxi I could have just walked uh, it was that close like it yeah. would have taken me about 30 minutes 30 40 minutes but I could have walked it would have sobered me up yeah for you to be out like a light like that you sure you didn't get spiked bro because that's no no peak, no no like, no no, 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 no. bro that's just me I could uh, be out like a light sober ah, during okay. the day if I wanted to yeah. but I was just drunk I'd already vomited as well that's the first time that's the last time I ever remember vomiting off a drink alright so okay. I got I don't know what I was yeah, doing I just got yeah, it was shorty blitz so what happened was this is actually quite a funny story. Well, not funny, but it's a very risky story, right? Incriminating so, story. <laughs> no, nah, it's not even incriminating. I didn't do anything illegal. I basically uh, blagged my way backstage. Oh, okay. So what happened was I went to Naples. I heard about this festival through, I saw a poster. And then I saw who was on the line. I was like, oh, that'd be cool. I'll just go to that. Yeah. So anyway, I've gotten there. I've um, 
I've come with a bag because what I was doing, I was walking with my laptop because I was like, I'm not leaving it in the hotel. That was the one thing I was like, I'm not leaving my, my thing in the hotel, yeah. my laptop in the hotel. So I've gotten there, I've walked up there and they've just looked at me and it says, I've gotten to the, to, to the desk and they've looked at me and they were like, but they've just come out of their way. There's a whole bunch of other people like queuing up and they've just walked up to me and be like, oh, are you here for the festival? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, are you the DJ? And in my head, I was like, I am a DJ. <laughs> so they said, all right, come with me. Uh, <laughs> so I've gone with them. Yeah. They've taken me backstage. The whole time I'm walking, I'm like, what are they going to do if they ask, you, ask me for anything? Yeah. And then this one guy, I don't think his English was that good. Mm. He was like, do you have, I think he was asking me for like a pass. Oh, okay. And I was like, I don't have a pass. And then the other guy who brought me to the stage, yeah. he was like, he said something, but I managed to figure out that he said, oh, he's the DJ because he did that hand gesture. Oh, okay. And he was like, oh, and then the guy was just like, all right, come. And they just yeah. put me in the backstage. Like, it was behind the stage. Oh, like, okay. And I was, it's like an open air. It's like a field festival. Oh, okay. And I was just like chilling there. I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So the, I don't know what I was doing. The real so anyway, DJ turned up. Huh? What the hell happened when the real DJ turned up? No, there was... Bruv, no one said anything to me for the for, for a while. Like, oh, they right. just let me stand there. They just <laughs> let me be there. I think because... I'm not going to lie. It's because I was black. I had a backpack. Okay. Um, Like, I don't know. I had my chain on. I don't know. They must have just looked at me and thought, yeah, he's yeah. not a local. All uh, right. Okay. Why would he be here? Yeah. And he speaks English. Like, why would he be here yeah. if he wasn't... He must be the guy. He must yeah. be somebody... So anyway, I just ran with it. I uh, didn't tell... I, I said, yeah, I'm an ADJ. So anyway... <laughs> Um, so I get to, I get to like the backstage and there's this, there's this, uh, female DJ and she's killing it. She's like, obviously from Italy or whatever. And she's killing it, playing all these bangers, da, 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 da. Mm. Then I'm like, fuck. And then this guy comes up to me and he's like, oh, uh, are you having a good time? Mm. I'm like, yeah, this is brilliant, man. Like, this is I, like, da, da, da. And I was so close to saying, I didn't even know this was on. I just bait on my whole thing for me to get Jersey Jeff out the back door. Ah! <laughs> What's this thing called? Yeah. Sick, you know. What do you mean? You're I didn't booked. even know. <laughs> Are you not on the flyer? Oh. Um, but anyway, so I'm just there. I'll be like, yeah, this is dope. Da, 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 da. And I think he asked me, so what time is your set? But before I could respond, yeah. he got called away. The guy, some guy, next guy came, some guy with a walkie-talkie came, oh, we need you to do So I was mm. like, this is so close. Anyway, yeah. as I'm sitting there thinking, I should just leave now before it gets embarrassing. I yeah. should just go now, go into the crowd, or just do it from a different place where I don't get asked too many questions. Yeah. As I'm, as I'm picking up my bag to walk out, mm. Shorty Blitz walks in. Uh, now I've met Shorty already yeah. from like uh, he did a gig in Edinburgh I've met him in London before and for some reason I think he recognised my face straight away oh, okay. he's like oh what are you doing here and I said Shorty I'm not going to lie to you I've somehow <laughs> blacked my way in here and obviously yeah man the DJ he's like yeah yeah you're DJ you DJ up in Edinburgh innit? I was like yeah 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 he's like oh yeah 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 so anyway reintroduced myself and I said I'm not going to lie to you I've blacked my way in here and they started to ask questions and they're like, what, is anyone giving you trouble? I was like, no, no, no. They think I'm supposed to go on stage. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I'll just say you're with me. I was like, thank the Lord. <laughs> These times I didn't even know Shorty was supposed to be there. Mad. I've just looked at, Mad. I've just seen, I've just seen that there's a festival. He's not on the flyer or anything like yeah. that. His name might have been on it in the bottom, but mm. I didn't know anyone I knew was going to be there. Yeah. So I caught life that day. And right. from then I said, yeah, let me get that rum in the back. So I got really drunk. 
And then ended, I ended up saying my my Jews uh, said uh, I, at some point I was like, oh, sure, I'm going to shoot off. Yeah. I'll catch you back in the UK. Yeah. So as I'm walking to the train station, uh, I start feeling woozy. Ooh. Then I vomit. Oh, okay. And then I was like, right, I'm good. But then it was just spinning and downhill. Luckily, I got back to the hotel in one piece. Uh, when I tell you it was the ghetto, it was the ghetto. Bro, you know what though? Imagine if Shorty's face was on a flyer and then you suddenly had a dude holding a flyer up Looking at you, <laughs> looking at the flyer, looking at you, looking back at the flyer, and because uh, obviously so, me and there's so many look, levels. Me and yeah. Shorty don't look nothing alike, right? There's so but many I levels. feel like for them, man, we look enough alike. Yeah. Or if he had he had been on a on a straight up Suds McDuff one and just been like, uh, after you've explained your predicament, yeah. <laughs> Shorty's calling over the guys and be like, hey, 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 who's hey. this imposter? <laughs> But yeah, I just said, I just said to him, I think it's because obviously I knew him. Yeah. I didn't come up to him like an idiot. I just said, he did, I, I kind of caught eyes with him as he was walking. I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. And he kind of looked at me. He's like, oh, what are you saying? But you know that way where he clearly didn't know my name, but he recognized me. Ah, uh, okay. So anyway, that's when I was like, right, that's the cue to just say, oh, yeah, I remember I met you in Edinburgh. I met you in London a few times. Uh, Tone or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember you. Yeah, da, 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 da. Uh, And okay. that was when yeah. I said, and he was like, oh, I didn't know you was here. You were going to be DJing here. I was like, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I'm not supposed to be here. I'm somehow, here. I've somehow <laughs> blacked, blacked my way in Aye. it. And he's like, don't worry. Just stay here with me. I was like, All right, cool. <laughs> I enjoyed That's what I call life that day, boy. Then you t- take that opportunity to tell him, yeah, uh, I requested the fee up front when I got here as well. So, <laughs> Do you know what, though? Do you know what's so peak? You know so peak about that situation? Imagine if you actually had and then you disappeared into the crowd. <laughs> That's another level of gumption right there. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to need... You start diving into man's rider <laughs> before man's got there. You start... You request the piece. Well, this is the thing. And then you jet. I didn't want to... I didn't want... Because I saw... As soon as I come in, I saw all the drinks in that. But oh. I was like, I'm on my own. Mm. I'm not supposed to be here. Let me just keep These my Naples man rough you up. Off, well, Blood. You, so I'm, when I tell you, <laughs> is, there's a ghetto the in every city in this in this in this world. I'm so sure of it. Yeah, there's yeah. a place where you end up where mm. man will fist you up People for no will reason. Dust you for free. Yeah, exactly. For, for clout. For free. Yeah, but yeah. anyway, I ended up being in a situation like that, and you know, it was magic how I escaped. But yeah, luckily, shout out to Shorty Blitz because he. He really saved my life that day. I feel like it, I feel like if he didn't come in at that point, mm. well, I was walking out anyway. Yeah. But if he hadn't come in, or he was on the fly, I think they would have asked more questions because they were yeah. like, "Why is there a black guy from London chilling in the backstage? Who is he with? <laughs> like, who man's is this?" Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, said that he's looking to snitch. Well, I will tell you something. Um, the one that gave me life, the one instance where. It's been a week where I've hardly even had a chance to flip open my phone. It's been a busy week. But the one meme that made me snort laugh like a pig uh, was uh, all the memes coming out where people are sticking it on him. In, in, and the, the one, the first one I saw was, Robert, when I say toot toot, Robert, you say <laughs> beep beep, Robert. <laughs> and I was like... This is the cry face he's doing from the interview. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the memes are starting to land and it's a good time. It's yeah, good he, time. Got, he, he got, he got, he got oh, dusted man. in that. But yeah, he's saying that he's... Uh... So here's the thing. Mm. He's saying that he's going to start snitching on other people in the industry. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we know why he's doing it. Yeah. But I don't know. Is it snitching or is it saving... 
is it exposing people that should be exposed? Because I feel like if other people snitched on him earlier, he wouldn't he would have got he wouldn't have gotten away with a lot more. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, are you Robert Kelly doing this because out of spite? Well, this is the and question. Does it, and and if so, does yeah. that matter? Yeah. So first and foremost, is this in any way gonna lighten his sentence, well, or is he just doing, doing like it just to get off his chest? Time. Oh shit! So I'm not entirely so sure. So he's but... just trying to he's just trying to blast people, and it won't benefit him. Other than oh no, let me double check. I did. Other than he's not going down alone, down. but the authorities won't lessen his sentence because if they're not gonna lessen his sentence, then it's the it's people just... need to be exposed. Like whoever they are, this little club of of nonsense needs to be exposed. Oh wait, he hasn't even been sentenced. Oh no, what I saw was he could get something like could get yeah. or something. something ridiculous like that. Uh, Jay Louse doing toot toot beep beep. AJ number number Robert up to twenty years in prison, so it's not even that long. But I guess, I guess if it's like if he starts like squealing, they take years of his sentence or whatever. Yeah. That's how that works. I I'm, they're not gonna like he won't give names for nothing. He won't just be course, out here yeah. offering people's names. Like he'll yeah. say right. But if he's I will spiteful. give you, I will give you the name. No, but he won't do it for no reason. If he knows his lawyer would have said right. If you start giving names, yeah. then you can but use that as bargaining to get less of sentence. Okay. And you have to stay out of trouble while you're in prison. Some man will do that, bro. Like just out or of for free. Yeah, just out of spite. Oh, if God. you think his name's been dragged, tarnished. A lot of people, a lot of other artists have come out and distanced themselves and be like, yep, I knew it. He always used to move shady. A lot of artists have said mm. stuff like that. So to, as revenge, bro, he's spite. Like, do you know what I mean? It won't... Yeah, but I mean, like... He won't get time and it won't be, like, officially through the cops or anything. I don't know. I think, I think he... I think, I, I think he knows well enough to not just give up that information for free. Mm. He'll get something out of it. Even if he's still in prison for 20 years, but he gets, like, a few benefits. Like, he gets a far better mattress or he gets... Privileges that other prisoners don't. He gets a you know toothbrush. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean, yeah. like, yeah. But ever since I saw him crying on that interview, I was like, nothing is beneath You're him. Killing me. Yeah, like this guy will. Yeah, I, I think he would snitch for free just to save face and drag people down with him. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's going good. down regardless, but boy. Yeah, he's done for. Well, for the next twenty years at least. But it is a thing. I feel like R. Kelly's a good writer of music, right? Mm -hmm. And he's been writing for years. He can still make money from the inside. Yeah. So a big money as well. And and he'd been making money through this whole debacle. He's oh, been making money. Man went on tour at the beginning of this whole foolishness. Yeah. Where he's talking about woman, take this rag, wipe my tongue, oh. wipe my groin. I'm just mm. like Robert. Yeah, nah, it's peak. but yeah, no, nah, I think if it, I think yeah, it, like we can officially now stop playing R. Kelly music. But here's a question, and someone put it perfectly the other day. I don't know where I heard this, but think about this, right? Um, your uh, okay, you've got this this sofa in your house, right? Tones brown couch, baby. Tones brown couch. Let's no talk casting. about this for a second. Mm -hmm. Um, this couch I've been here, okay. Uh, you find out today that the dude who made this couch is a nonce. Mm -hmm. What action are you taking? Are no. you now arranging for this couch to be disposed of tomorrow? No. What are you doing? Because this couch doesn't benefit him any further. 
after I've paid for it. Okay. So this is now my couch. Okay. If the by me sitting crits. on the couch was generating him money or giving him a better lifestyle. Okay. Like, if I, like for instance, if I was like, like so if, if the thing I do on Instagram, Tones Brown Couch, or mm. even this podcast generated mm. money and it was a case of everyone knows that this couch was like a designer couch from this particular person and this was like a brand deal or a sponsorship or whatever, mm. different story. Get rid of the couch. Okay. But this is just a couch I bought from Bernardo's. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's my couch. Question. Taking away the fact that you're a DJ, right? Right. You've got loads of arcade music on your laptop that you... For I your actually do, pleasure, I haven't deleted anything. Like, yeah. For your listening pleasure. It's yours. You Since you bought it, you bought, you purchased yeah. it. It's now in your position. Mm-hmm. It's on your laptop. Not for the sake of like you're playing it out or anything. Not yeah. from the DJ perspective, but it's yours on your computer. So the question I'm asking is like, okay, now that this information has come to light about this person, uh-huh. right? That product, which you purchased from them back in the day, is there. For you to delete that and go out of your way and be like, right, this ain't never going to get played no more. I'm going to delete this. Is the same as man saying, ain't nobody going to sit on this couch anymore. In fact, we're going to take it out the yard. Well, that's the thing. If I don't play it out loud, Mm -hmm. like, all right, so for instance... For your enjoyment, it's not making it money. When you're just listening in your yard, yeah, exactly. And an MP3 on your but computer, I w- it's not making yeah, it money. Yeah, exactly. It's different because I've already paid for it. Me yeah. playing it, I'm not streaming it. Mm-hmm. Me playing it off my laptop as an MP3 yeah. isn't generating him any money. Mm-hmm. So even if I like the song, yeah, whether he is it's an Arkeley join or it's an Arkeley feature, I can still play it because I'm not promoting him in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's just for my listening pleasure alone. Whether uh-huh. I'm in the yard, the car, or whatever, or the gym or whatever. Yeah, but. When I start going outside and playing it, then I am actually promoting him. Whether it's financial or not, mm. directly financial, I might run a tune. I, like for instance, perfect example, right? I could go and run um, Remix to Ignition in a club. Mm. Yeah. I've not made any money off that because I've been paid to DJ 300 other songs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I played this one R. Kelly song. However... Someone in the crowd might hear that and think, oh shit, I love that song. I remember that tune. Mm-hmm. And then go home on a Spotify or go to an after party and run that rhythm. Now he's making money off the stream. Yeah. But because I've influenced that one person to go and play it. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of where I would look at that trail of influences is where like, I'm not going to go out and play it and encourage other people to enjoy the song yeah. or enjoy that artist because mm-hmm. of, I know that it's going to inevitably put money into this person's pocket. I feel like that person doesn't deserve that money because mm. of what they've done with that money or yeah. what they've done with that fame or that clout or whatever you want to call it. But mm. in the comfort of my own home, I liked the song when I first heard it. Mm. I've separated the artist from the art yeah. at that point. That person isn't getting money off me playing it off as an MP3. So if I want to listen to it, I will. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because in that in that whole like let's cancel him like people don't ever drill down to that level of detail. I mean, said way with with what you said about the couch. It's funny because exactly that which you do, Tones yeah. Brown Couch. Yeah. Like some might see that as um, you could influence someone in that way. Yeah. Where man, I see you sitting on this brown couch, and like now hey, all of a sudden the stock uh, price hey, of the, the, the sale yeah. of brown couches around me a brown couch. goes up. I'm about to go couch shopping. What I want a brown couch. I want a brown leather couch like Tone. Exactly. Yeah. So. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's funny because it, in the two, like, when you put it into the way we look at music, right? You've bought something. It's there for your enjoyment. Uh-huh. And then later, it's just like um, uh, when I found out the uh, Hugo Boss uh, made uniforms for the Nazis, for the Nazis yeah. and blah, blah. 
And I was just like, well, firstly, I'm not a stakeholder because I don't own no Hugo Boss. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm not going to pipe up about Hugo Boss. Ooh, cancel know. Hugo cancel. Boss. These times you ain't never, cancel, you ain't like, never had none. Yeah, yeah exactly. These like times. When, they, when they were calling to cancel Gucci. And even more. And, yeah, it's, it's like, like, shut up. Does that now make these threads that were assembled maybe in India or something uh, racist? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just like, okay, so someone in the employee, the whole company, whatever... When you drill it down to detail, then you realize, okay, yeah, you know, atrocities have been committed uh, the by the maker is, of the couch, by the maker of the music, by the maker of the suit. I mean, look at look at but this. Separate way, right? the item from any industry that's been that's over like a hundred years. Hmm. At some point, there's been some diabolical act. Yeah, there's been a wrong that's either been overlooked. Mm. For the benefit of the growth of that company, yeah. or have been directly employed by that company. True. So we can't just. And the thing is, we live in the Western world. Mm. We are living off the fruits of 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 slave labor. We're living off the fruits of 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 colonization. Yeah. Like our whole country, we couldn't just be living in the UK the way we do with all the privilege that we have. Yeah. If it weren't for people going to India and going to Africa and going to America and doing all these mad wicked things and. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you really wanted to get down to, like, the ethical side of it, uh-huh. you have to take it grassroots. If you're going to go that far, go that far, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. deep, if you're gonna go dig really, deep. really far. If you're going to, yeah. if you want, don't dig far enough that it doesn't affect you. Mm. Like, when people are calling to cancel Hugo Boss or, or Gucci and all the rest of them, I'm yeah, like, these, these are all people that don't have these things anyway. <laughs> yeah. How are you canceling something that you don't have anyway? Yeah. It's not affecting you in any way. Exactly. It's It's not... Oh, it's a principle. It's not a principle until you have to pay a price. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you had a wardrobe full of Gucci and you spent a hundred racks on Gucci Mm. and then you found out that this was the case and then you said, you know what? I can't... I can't... I can't willfully wear these clothes anymore. Mm. Do you know what? Burn them all. Dash them. Get them all. Burn them all. I don't even want anyone else wearing them. Then you're standing on it. Burn them all. Ashes to ashes. I'm never wearing Gucci again. Mm. That is a sacrifice. That's a principle. Yeah. When you're out here wearing Primark and H&M and, and Gap and all that, talking about, oh, bun Gucci. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean bun Gucci? Yeah. <laughs> but you'll wear a Primark, you'll wear a knockoff, like Primark version of a Gucci slipper. Yeah. But all of a sudden, gun bunk, but, but you're screaming Bangucci. No, and these no, no, times, no, no, no. a lot of these, whether it be Primark or whatever, that's slave labor too. A lie! So the reason that you hate Gucci should be the same reason you hate Primark. Yeah, But because you're wearing Primark and Primark's only four or five pounds an item, all of a sudden that's okay. You're morally. Move, Gavin, bruv. Relax. Be on so, e- be on one side of the fence or the other. Don't just don't teeter tatter over the fence. Don't, don't do be hopscotch. on the convenient one. Generally. Yeah, exactly. So, don't, don't do hopscotch. So uh, in summary, are you campaigning for the continued playing of Robert Kelly's music? If you're own the, if you own an MP3, uh, do what the fuck you want from it. Mm. If you are renting a stream, yeah, and that's what we do when we when we listen to Spotify and Apple Music. We are just renting the service. Yeah, we don't own the music. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and even still. My MP3, if something happened to my computer, God forbid, and I lost all my MP3s, yeah. I'd have to start again and I'd have to probably buy a lot of the music again. Mm. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I will. Do you know what? Bootleg R. Kelly, if you must. Yeah. Go yeah, on don't YouTube. Be man, money. <laughs> yeah. Run them, you know, burn them off of YouTube, get yeah. whatever. You might not get the great quality, to, but you'll get the songs. You know what I mean? You'll get the. 
Very yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Reinstall LimeWire. <laughs> You know what I mean? Netscape. Napster. Napster, that's the one. Napster. You know the way there. Uh, but yeah. But yeah, them ones, yeah. if you still got the old CDs, yeah. then reburn them off your computer. Do you do know what I mean? Buy yourself do. a CD drive, do the old thing. But yeah, if you want to listen to R. Kelly, but you don't want to give him your streaming, mm. your, the number, you don't want to get his stream numbers up, bootleg it. Yep. Simple as. Just two, bootleg it. Who's gonna, no one's going to morally have a problem with, oh, you shouldn't bootleg artist music. This is R. Kelly. Ah, okay, fine. That's yeah. fine. There should Exception. be a, you know what it is? There Exception. should be a bootleg list. Yeah. There should be a list of bootlegs shoes that you can morally and freely and everyone should be able, you should be able to upload them and share and all the rest of it. Like, look, yeah. um, take this for free. Yeah. Because yeah. if you like it, you like it, innit? Yeah. But exactly. at least this artist is going to see his songs popping off and they're gonna be, and he's gonna be looking at his lawyers like, "Where's my money coming from?" Or everyone's singing my tunes like, "Yeah, but they're not getting it from." Um, they ain't uh, pay for it. Yeah, they ain't yeah. pay for it. So. <laughs> it made me almost cry tears of laughter. Uh, the girls just like, "Look, we're, we're we're tired. You man started out with your little five second video and it went viral, but now you guys are doing too much. You're doing the most. You're wearing suits." You're walking to a counter. You're laughing when no one's cracked a joke. Um, this thing has gone so far to the point where these boys, just for their good looks and their tight suit trousers and blinging white teeth, they announced that they're going on tour. To do what? And the girl was like, what are you going to do on tour? What are we going to pay money to see you do on tour? Like, What? What skills, was, yeah, like, what skills or what entertainment do they have? Because the internet's a crazy place. I don't understand. Like, like, what, yeah, what what are you supposed to do on tour? Like, just walk out on stage and then, yeah. But you know what's crazy about it? There's some girls who will go just to take photos and shit with them, and they'll pay money. Then do club. All right. So club if they said on tour, then uh, club Bro, club appearances. I just like do. all these reality TV stars, what do they do when they get booked for a Blood, club? They pay? had why you're coming they fast drink in the club. Yeah, they made him put on a high vis jacket, <laughs> go onto the stage in a nightclub, in a busy nightclub with drunk people, yeah. and just say, "Why are you coming fast?" <laughs> this I would have paid for that. I'm this sorry. This is way before. I paid to this is before he made the rhythm. Oh shit! They just I, had him I'm in sorry. the rave. I would have. I paid. I would have paid good money to. Well, not good money. I would have paid standard money. Like, what's to his attend. name again? Um. Yeah, I will find it. Uh, but yeah, they they paid before they, he made the music video. Yeah, so it was him. They've had him <laughs> in the club. Um, uh, who else have they had? Ferdy, Ferdy, yes, the one. Yeah, him. Um, I remember, right? Remember all the? I remember. I can't remember what nightclub it was in Edinburgh, but they had Katie Price in there. Oh, for real? No, was it Katie Price? Jody Marsh. Yeah, I, I remember like, them what, days. I was like, what, why is she here? What is she, she, all she did was come in, yeah. sit in the VIP and just with this one guy and that was it. Like, I was just like, why is she, what is she here for? But you know what's the what maddest she thing? What's she doing? She's you not a DJ, she's not an MC. Yeah. She didn't even touch Mike. She did nothing. She's no photo opportunities as well. Yeah, she didn't. Even, she took a few photos, but it uh, was like at her discretion. It wasn't uh, like a place for her to go and say, right, if you're here, we yeah. want you to take photos with people. Yeah. Like, I've seen somebody... Um, Love Island lot from mm. way back in the day. Yeah. Go to like certain clubs, certain student clubs, and there was like an area with like the backdrop with the club's logo, the Love Island logo. Yeah. You know, and then this guy turned up. And at some point in the night, for maybe like 10, 15 minutes, he addressed the crowd, he touched mic. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you're probably being paid way more than you should do for this. Yeah. But 
at least you've done something. Yeah, you've done something for the kids. At least you've done something. Yeah. And you've put on your socials, everyone in Edinburgh, I'm going to be at this, this and that club. And to be fair, the club was a lot more busier that, that particular night than it was, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Than it, had, than it usually is. So he actually did something viable. Mm. Some of these people are just turning up for the sake of it. Yeah. Expecting treatment. I'm like, what do, you, what do you bring to this table? I remember seeing once, um, I don't know what show they were on, but there's a double act of two guys. They're like, they're like mates. Uh, I think it's Love Island. One, one of the guys' name is Kem, and he, he's like, he's a Londoner. So I think it was Love Island, right? But Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So uh, I think they're Essex boys. Essex boys. Oh, was it only, only Essex? Essex or yeah. But the tower, yeah. In their, I think, I think. in their appearance at a nightclub, these guys are like old school garage MCs, but you can tell they just do it as a laugh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way it went down a treat in the club, because they were actually, all of that Essex banter wasn't just we're sitting in the VIP. They were like, no, nah, we want to be in amongst it. They were, they were all up in the crowd with the mics, like they had a, a stage set up and they didn't even do their performance on the stage. They had a party where they were partying with all the people in the club. And I was just like, yeah, that's money's worth right there. Because you can actually say, do you know what? As a student, at a student rave, yeah, I partied with them. They were going out, they're dishing out shots probably off their, off their rider. Off their rider, yeah. And I was just like, this is, yeah, this is where the money's, you know what I mean? This is when it's money. So he was on Love Island 2017. Decent, decent little garage MC. Like, they were doing the, the corny... He's considered a, a British TV presenter now, or TV person. What's he presented? Mm, I don't know. Mad. <laughs> but that's that's on his. I'm just oh, let's have a look at career. Presenter, TV person, Love Island. <coughs> I know what you're talking about. Though he was on. Oh yeah, Chris and Kem. A little yeah. bit. Leave it. Bizzle had a problem with this. Oh, shit, yeah. Bizzle had a massive problem with this because obviously right. they were saying leave it on the show because of Bizzle. Yes. Then they've come out and they've made a song yep. based on it and he went off they on... Yeah, him, I remember man. this. I hope he they paid him good money because... Let's be honest, Bizzle ain't, about, Bizzle ain't about to let that slide. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the the what the what the off the back end of it happened, but right. yeah, they I can imagine Bizzle did it. not let that happen. Did, right. did not let that slide. Yeah. He said, that's my, leave it. Yeah, everyone, he trademarked, I think he trademarked it oh, from okay. early yeah. and they were doing it and then they made a song and then he was like, nah, if you, if you want that song, you, I don't mind the song, yeah. but pay me my money. Pay me my money. I don't, it's not that this I don't want you to always on top of like any little thing that he's got to, like when he did the, the, the Dench thing, like he was straight into the legals of that because he had to dance around the fact that obviously has Dame Judy Dench trademarked her name no. first and foremost. Yeah. Secondly, okay, I'm going to use this as merchandise. What are the other... Like, he jumped straight into all that. Yeah. So, with that Kem thing, 100%, he would have patterned that. Yeah, I remember when he was yeah. on Snapchat just, just being, like, vexed about it because he was like, no, 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 no. Run the tune, but pay me my money. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Too Trademarked, right. yeah. yeah. Dench, trademarked, yeah. Leave it. Trademark, yeah. Yeah. He even had a song called Leave It. Don't know we act here. Leave it, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah, don't play with Bizzle's money, please. <laughs> don't play with Bizzle's money. But it's but, always, yeah. uh, you know, all this, when you think about it, right, in terms of events, booking talent, 
in any way, shape, or form. Something that will pull punters and bring punters to the place, right? I'm in two minds because in this world we're living in now, people are famous for being famous. Like, no, they've not done or created anything. They're just famous yeah, because no product behind. They, they were on a TV show. And it's like, okay, I get that. But then on the other hand, it's like, you've got actual, you've got talented people who they get an opportunity on a TV show and then you realize, oh shit, this person's talented. You don't even remember what TV show they're on. Yeah. Like, then they're like flipping. Like say, for example, um, uh, Ovi. Uh, I thought, yeah, Ovi's honestly, a cold basketball player, bruv. He was GB before he even went on Before TV. any of this stuff. So now, now um, uh, he's presenting. And I've seen the way, like, in terms of, I don't know what kind of, like, flipping... He's got a new podcast on called Ask Ovi, I think it is. Yeah. I haven't checked it out yet, but I am going to. It's on my list. But the advert that I saw for, like, a TV spot or something that he was doing a TV feature, and I was just like, yeah, you're, you're a flipping natural. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So all it took was, you know, that TV show you're on to make you a trending topic. Now you're showing us the talent that you have, uh, you know, Team G, G, Team GB for basketball. Yeah. You're showing us the talent that you have presenting. We wouldn't have known about you had it not been for that TV show. But it's great that now we know Ovi, and I, bare people don't even know what show he was on. Mm. But there's st- people ten years later still trying to ride the I was on Love Island. Yeah, allow it. <laughs> allow it, bro. Like, remember when... Um, you know, you weren't even on the good one. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Not that I watch it, but... It's, it's like when the when the black dude on um, on flipping whichever one of these, uh, he was in he was in Blazing Squad, but... Big Brother. Nah, he, he was just one of these Love Island type things. But then, like, the way oh, he told... Oh, Marcel, someone, yeah, Marcel. Yeah. Oh, it was Marcel. Oh, shit, yeah, it was yeah, Marcel. Yeah, yeah. But, but the way he told the girl on there, like, hey, I'm, I'm just trying to keep this low because, like, you know, like, I don't know how people respond, like, react and everything. But it would be a bit mad in here. All, that's all I'm saying. But um, uh, I'm just going to tell you anyway, but I was I was in Blazing Squad. Who? <laughs> who? Who? <laughs> Bare owls in the building. Who? <laughs> the girl's reaction was just like, yeah, she blatantly didn't even know who Blazing Squad was. Exactly. She oh, you mean, the first, you mean that, that group that knocked off the Bone Thugs and Harmony rhythm? Yeah, right, basically. Cool. You gentrified it. With like right, 35 so members. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember my dad did a PA in Brent Cross. It's Brent Cross is a shopping centre in North West London, right? Yeah. He had a PA set up. He hires out like PA equipment, speakers and that. Okay. And he, had a, he got booked in to put a system in there mm. for a Christmas period. Okay. Because I used to go and help him set it up and all the rest of it. And on one of the days, I think it was obviously a Saturday, mm. Blazing Squad came down and they did a performance. Okay. So my dad turned up that day, made sure everything was cool, but then mm. had to go away. So he basically just left it in the care of like one Brent Cross, or I think one of the management or the sound guy from there, basically was overlooking it. When yeah. my dad came back, the whole thing was egged. All my dad's equipment had egg on it. Oh, He said, what shit. the hell happened? He says, well, some kids thought it'd be funny to egg the performers. Oh, so obviously shit. my dad don't know who the hell Blazing Squad are. Ah. So I've gone with him later on to collect all the gear. Yeah. And obviously he's seen the egg there and he's told him, he's like, bloody... And then he told me who it was. I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> Blazing Squad. <laughs> I said, yeah, to be honest, I could have told you that was going to happen. If you told me there was Blazing Squad, I could have told you this was going to happen. 
Nah. <laughs> it's all he yeah. shaved, man. So all of his shit, he had to wait for the egg to dry, and then he was up late night taking off all the... He had one of those mixing desks, uh, 64 channels. Fuck. My man had to spend the whole weekend taking off all the little knobs, going around with a toothbrush. My dad's meticulous as well. Oh, he's one of them dogs. He's not OCD, he's just yeah. very meticulous. He had to scrape out everything, like yeah. wait for the egg to dry, scrape it out, like wipe it down, pull it and put all the little knobs and the sliders back on. It was long. And then he had to do the speakers as well. Bro, they egged everything. Mad. So he <laughs> says, he says to this day, if I ever bump into one of them Blazing Squad dudes, I'm sending them an invoice. <laughs> School bans slang terms such as all my days and bear in the classroom to raise literacy standards. <laughs> okay, that's you know, a London secondary school yeah. that's done that. Do you, know what's, do you know what's really weird mm. about that? I get why they've done it, but what I don't get is why they're not just willing to incorporate it. What do you mean? Incorporate it in... So, you and I know what the word bear means. Okay. It's not got an official Oxford dictionary definition. Yeah. But if I to- if I use the word bear in a conversation, you would know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So why not just use it? It's obviously part of the English language now. You- at least London language, or at least the- a language among a certain demographic of people. Yeah. Incorporate it. Learn about it. Mm. Yeah. Could- the thing is, they're basing literacy levels on something that they don't understand. Precisely. That's the problem. Yeah. And that is a cultural bias. Yeah. It's very simple to understand. It's very simply understood and put it that way. It's a cultural yeah. bias. Mm. I think, you know, there's no focus on the fact that like, okay, literacy levels, like let's look at how you're teaching and what you're teaching first before we look at what words have crept their way into the school premises and how people are communicating with each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, how's that a threat to literacy levels? Let's talk about like how your English teacher is teaching the kids. Simple. Because if the English teacher is telling people like, all right, cool, you have to have an awareness of these words because these are the words that people use, but they are slang terms. Do you know what I mean? If no one's ever telling you bear in this context and not meaning a grizzly bear, but B-A-R-E. If no one's telling you, yeah, or bears in barefoot, yeah. If no one's telling you this is, if used like this, this is slang and... It's just grammar. Yeah. It's all it is is grammar. That's what they're meant to be doing as teachers. These times, <laughs> people still can't tell the difference between there, there, and there. You, yeah. you, and you are. And but you're all of you a problem with the word bear. And all my days. All my days is not a problem. What's, all my what's days. Wrong with that? That's very good English. All my that's days weird. was actually like a, a curve against saying, oh my God, because oh my God was seen as blasphemous. Right, okay. And I get it. In a sensitive Christian society, I can understand how you would want to change that. Mm. Oh my days. Yeah. What? What's wrong with that? Yeah. Queen's English, that. Exactly. Uh, And the thing is, as well, do you know how fucking ironic it is coming from people who are trying to teach literacy from the English language? Mm. The English language is the most bastardized language in the entire planet. Yeah. So, it's based off of slang. Yeah. You think the word cafe comes from England? Mm. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Man then from France came over and was like, oh, this is a cafe. Yeah. And everyone started calling it cafe. <laughs> Technically, that's slang. Because yeah. it's not indigenous to your language. Exactly. So now where do we go from there? That's how words are created. That's how words are incorporated. That's how different dialects are used. That's how different regions have different terms. Like, mm. for instance, I was online today. If I said to you, we used to play a game back in the day called Knockdown Ginger. Mm. Do you know what that is? Um, you grew up in Zim or, or, yeah. or, thingy, or, or Scotland? In London, we called this game Knockdown Ginger. Do you know what it is? Is that the door knocking thing? Yes. 
okay. What did you look call it up here? Uh, I don't I don't know what at that age um I wasn't here so I don't know what they called it Scottish uh, slang. So um, I've I've heard some terms of chapdoor run. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. But then even for somebody come from London, what the hell does chap mean? Some I the chap the word chap to me means per- person. Uh, fella. Some guy. places in England they call it Nicky Nocky Knockdoors. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I mean? It's like- <laughs> But the fact is, in that region, everyone, in knows everyone knows what you're talking about. Yeah. And I think the thing that we often forget when communicating is it's not necess- it's not always about communication and the yeah. words you use and the phrases. Sometimes it's just purely about comprehension. Mm. Do you flipping understand? Yeah. For instance, you, get it. you can use literally any term, any phrase to describe how drunk you were last night. Mm. Any. Yeah. And you will understand it. <laughs> I was comp- I went out last night and I got absolutely two ways floodlighted. <laughs> Fandangled. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Why? Because of the context. Context is key. Exactly. So now, <laughs> comprehension over communication. What yeah. I said doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But because you understand the context, yeah. it makes perfect. You understand it. You know. Yeah. Therefore, slang doesn't reduce literacy levels. What mm. does reduce literacy levels is understanding. The people teaching the class don't understand. So instead of learning Mm. and updating their understanding of the world that these kids live in, they are now trying to ban something that they don't get. That is cultural bias. Yeah. Bottom line. That's how that's that's what that is. That's just the ignorance on their behalf. That's good. If you as a teacher can't adapt to the environment that your pupils are in, then you are not an effective teacher. Exactly. Bottom line. So ban your fucking ban slang. I'll go up in the school as a parent and start talking all kinds of slang. That's gonna. Wagwan teacher, what are you telling me? Wagwan for these these bees, man. Why am I seeing bees, man? Where's the A's (laughs) and that? You know what I'm saying? Light work. This should be light work for you. Yeah. You see, I'm gonna talk to my teacher's children like that when they come come Parents' Day. My missus gonna have to be sitting next to me, (laughs) talking about what his meaning is. No, don't translate. (laughs) They understand what I'm talking about. If they don't understand, then that's their problem. Mad. So some of the comments on this post, all my days, that's beer jarring, sir. <laughs> and then someone says, so I can say the F word, but not all my days. Right. Uh, what's... Uh, on that on that point, actually. All my days, they are moving bear long still. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Though? Trying, to, trying to explain what still at the end of a sentence means to somebody is actually quite difficult. Yeah. I don't know what it means, but it makes sense when I say it. It's like an affirmation of what you just said. It's like a re- oh. like a to, ref- to to confirm the point you just made. Yeah, like an I American like that would end kind of cold still. Yeah, like an American would end with like still what, still water. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's that's yeah. Like for instance, I think I you think, can replace in it with that. Like oh yeah, oh that's a innit. perfect example. I remember yeah. back in the day, I used to get in trouble for saying in it. Oh, right, Until okay. I got older and understood, and understood what abbreviations were. Mm. In it is a short form of isn't it. Isn't it. Which is the same word, same way, the same context as mm. I would use the word still. Yeah. In a sentence. So it's like, because the, my elders didn't understand what in it meant and mm. I couldn't articulate it, yeah. they told me that I was wrong. Mm. Now that I've gotten older and I understand the English language better than they do, I can explain it to them and say, well, actually, it's a, it's a, it's a shortened form of the, of the term isn't it, which is just... Is, is a rhetorical term for do you not agree? Yeah, yeah. So if you really want to understand English language, I've simplified it. 
Mm. You don't understand the English language. Exactly. So suck your mother. <laughs> and that means leave me alone. Trust me. <laughs> the, the, the origin of suck your mother means mind your own business. There you go. You know what? The way it skews even further because like around, um, I guess around the Midlands, uh, you hear people, you've got in it in London and then you've got in <laughs> Around the Midlands, you hear bare people say yini rather than in it. Like, that's just the pronunciation and the stretch. Oh, the, the way they're saying it. The way they say it. But it means the same That's way. the point at which I'm just like, now this is a totally different word. Yeah. Did, that, then, did it mean the same thing though? It means the same thing, yeah. And oh. even even um, flipping um, around the Midlands, a lot of people use that backslang shit. I forget, I forget, I forget. Yeah. yeah. I've never taken the time but to like understand it. But like properly, like full on conversations. I'm just like, I never understand you why. time to like put this together? This is mad. Because the way I always came across it was people were trying to talk openly about something, but without everyone understanding. Yeah. But it's actually a really easy code to break. You mm. just have to be tuned into it. But in my head, I was like, I'm too grown to hide what I'm saying. Yeah. If I want to hide it, I just want to say it in front of you. Decipher, yeah. Yeah, or I'll pull you to the side. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like bait in front of you and say it. If I want to, because the thing is, well, I've got chest. If I want to say something about you in front of you, I will say it to you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not even, it's not even long, but like, yeah, it seems a bit childish to do that. Yeah. That's my issue with that one. It's a very, because it was always thing. girls that did it as well. It's always girls, and then you would start laughing and looking at a girl and, and laughing about them or looking at someone and be like, I forget, I forget, I forget. <laughs> And it's then like, start laughing. You just made it obvious. I'm like, all right, you made it obvious you're talking about me, but because you don't want me to question or confront you on it, you're going to do this. Hear what? Let me, mm. When the next time I kick the football, yeah. guess where it's going to go in your parting? <laughs> Abigail Uvge, watch the fuck out the way. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, do you know what I mean? I can, get, I, can get, I can get violent too, you know? Yeah. But yeah, nah, I, I, yeah, don't ban slang, man. Also, on that point, mm. what do you think about children swearing? Uh, I what being taught to swear or just swearing in general? Not taught to swear. Obviously, yeah. children learn swear words. Mm-hmm. They just they're taught that they kind of understand that you don't say it in certain company because you might get in trouble. Yeah. But what do you think about the use of swearing from children? Couldn't be my kids. Serious repercussions. Somebody gonna not get necessi- hurt. Not necessarily real bad. So not necessarily at you. No. Let's general. say let's say for instance swearing in general. Really? Impossible. So Somebody's going to get hurt what, real what bad. What if your son comes burst through the door, 11 years old, and says, oh, dad, oh. No, you say, oh, how you doing, son? He says, oh, I can't talk, dad. I really am dying on a shit. And then just runs into a toilet. Would you pull him up on it? I would, because if I've not taught him how to fully express himself without resorting to swear words, then I've failed. Do you know what I mean? Here's a question. So, why is it bad in that context for him to say the word shit? It is a shit. No, because... All right, there needs to be checks and balances and there needs to be certain things that are okay and certain things aren't okay. If that word has possibility of offending anybody, right? no matter context, no matter location, no matter whatever, then it just won't fly. But why does it F offend? word. Why, does it, why would it be offensive to somebody? Some people find the most offensive. That con- in that context, the word shit isn't offensive to anybody. There's other words you can use. It's not offensive, but it's a vulgar word. It's known as a vulgar word to describe... Using the loop. Do you know what I mean? So, like, you, in terms of, yeah. like, all right, think about this, right? If we're sat at a dinner table uh, amongst uh, my parents mm-hmm. or people who there's respect there, you're sat at a dinner table, 
There's certain words that don't just go, not just the word shit, there's other words as well, but there's certain words that just aren't thrown about milly-nilly, do you know what I mean? And that's just a respect thing. It's not, uh, oh, but the word is perfect for describing what he wants to do. It's like, you've got a choice. You've got a whole vocabulary to better describe what you're talking about. Yeah. Why I'm did you shit, choose that then? one? Because, because <laughs> yeah, that's disrespectful, so I wouldn't allow it. <laughs> but that's the thing. Is it Checks and balances, it, and I, I will check I him. I don't on see the it as disrespectful Shit. because the word is disrespecttful. I no, but it's it's, 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 it's agreed as a vulgar word. Like, you, is it though? It is. Shit. It when is. people swear, they they resort to using the word shit. It's 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 a vulgar word. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, why is it vulgar? Have we been taught that it's? Vulgar, well, yeah, we've been taught that. Is it vulgar? The the word microphone. If we were taught microphone could be vulgar. It's commonly understood that micro, the word microphone is vulgar. Yeah. We've been taught that. Right. Ooh, it's vulgar. So I'd rather you don't use it. You've got other words to describe this device. Why are you going for microphone? When I've told you, some people may be offended because it's a vulgar word. Do you know what I mean? Shit is a borderline. A lot of people say shit, stub your toe, shit. But then there's other words. All right. Where, where, do, we, where do we draw the limit? Shit. Where do we draw the limit now between swear words... Um, derogatory words used to describe groups of people, all that. It's like context. Do you know what I mean? No, <laughs> context. But, all right, he's coming like in. If my son came in, right? If my son came in and said, Oh man, I can't stand these niggas, bro. I'll be like, Eh, you're 11. Why have you got an ops? I'll be like, I'll be like, right, talk to me about these so called niggas because I need to understand whether or not you're using this in the wrong context or not. Mm. And then he told me about some, I don't know, maybe they weren't even black kids. Yeah. Maybe they were just kids. Okay. Of any ethnicity. Yeah. But he's just used the word niggas, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, right, be very sparing with that word. Okay. However, I understand what you're talking about. I get it. Okay. Right? I don't think I would be upset the fact that he used the word nigger. I would just say to him, outside of this house or outside of me and you's company, mm -hmm. be very careful I use that word because we haven't got to a stage in society where that word is acceptable yet. Okay. Words like shit in certain contexts, at certain ages when I've thought, I felt that they are educated enough to use it in the right context, in the right company. Yeah. My son comes in the house mm -hmm. and, or let's say he stubs his toe. He doesn't yeah. know if anyone's around. He, like maybe I hear him upstairs. He's, he some bang, something drops and he's like, ah, shit. Yeah. Or he's like, ah, fuck. Yeah. I'm not going to call him up on it. Okay. I'm going to be like, are you all right? And what's mm -hmm. happened? He's like, oh yeah, I just dropped my computer and it's, yeah. I think it might be broken. I'm, yeah. I, I'm not going to be concerned about whether you use the word fuck. However, okay. if we're on the street mm -hmm. and, um, I don't know, he sees somebody that he doesn't like and he says, oh, dad, there's that shithead over there. Mm. I'll be like, bro, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that's my point exactly. Because although within the home, yeah. it's fine with you, but you need to realize he ain't going to be in the home 24-7. So yeah, imagine now he's at, not, at school yeah. and he's using bear, F, S, whatever, yeah. whatever the swear words are, right? Um, and then he's like, oh, I say that shit at home all the time and my dad's cool with it. So why aren't you? But you know you know I mean? As the teacher. But and it's, it's difficult then to I, be like to the teacher, oh, uh, my kid's allowed to say F word, by the way, because it's cool with me at home, so... No, but see, but, becomes but, that's what I mean. Like, I, I think one, when you're, it's not about explaining to everybody else why your child's allowed to say it. Mm. It's about explaining to your child when and where to use it. For okay. instance, I know my child's not going to go to school, take his shoes off, put his feet on the desk, 
undo his tie because he knows or she knows that's not how you operate in school. Yeah. At home, mm. yeah, take your shoes off. Yeah. In school, what the hell are you... Don't take your shoes off. Mm. Do everything you can to avoid taking your shoes off. Why are you taking your shoes off? Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So it's about teaching them when and where to behave a certain way. Okay. How to use words. Mm. So for me, if I hear my child say a swear word that mm. is effectively just describing how they feel at the time or an action that they might be going towards doing. And I know that in present company, it's yeah. understood and mm -hmm. it's not taken offensively. Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Okay. I would only draw them up on it if I thought that that would be a something that it would do outside of present company in an environment where it could cast judgment on them and yeah. effectively cast judgment on my parenting skills. Yeah. Because the truth of the matter is, me and you were in our 30s. Mm. We swear almost on a daily basis, even yeah. subconsciously. Yeah. Even something like, oh, that guy's taking a piss. Yeah. That's a swear word. Yeah. I know in certain companies, certain elders, I can't say I can't say those things in front of my grandma. Mm. In front of my mum at my age now, yeah. yes. Mm. 20 years ago, hell no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She'd be like, who do you think you're talking to? Yeah. Or who do you think you can't use words like that in my house? Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Now And there was a respect thing. Yeah, it was a respect thing, yeah. but the respect hasn't changed. It's yeah. just evolved. Yeah. My mom knows I'm not going to come in her house and start using profanity yeah. every second word. If I was one of the people that was like, you know, you get some people that just chat, like you see them drunk on night time, like, oh, fucking, I was just at the football today and fucking, we lost two fucking nil and this manager yeah. shit and it's pissy. If I was one of them people that was my general chat, I'd be like, bro, there's a lot of swearing going on here and it's yeah. actually, it's actually longing out what you're trying to tell me. So even from a communication point of view, it's yeah. not productive. Yeah. Cut out the swear words, we can get through the conversation a lot quicker. Yeah. If I was one of them people, I'd be like, it's not even so much the swearing. If you replace the swearing with, um, uh, and then, and uh, I'd be like, I'd have the same action, like, big man, cut that shit out, get to the crooks. Yeah. But yeah. if in certain circumstances, the word fuck, shit, I mean, bitch is a little bit borderline. Same, same with cunt. Like, is these are Why? words that it's like, mm. Why? Huh? What's the difference? Why? Because the, the origination, the or origin of those words. So bitch is normally referred to this derogatory word to a woman. Okay. Cunt is obviously a derogatory word for a woman's appendage or whatever. But even in Scotland, yeah. if I overheard my but, son of 18 years old, or yeah. even, well, I don't think women say that word for obvious reasons, but if I overheard my son say, oh, he's a funny cunt, isn't it? Mm. I wouldn't be bothered by that. I'd be like, he's just chatting to his brethren. Yeah, okay. He's actually meaning it in a positive manner. Yeah. But if I heard him say, oh, that girl's such a cunt, I'd be like, Bro, don't do that. Mm. don't put yourself in the firing line yeah. by saying that oh she's a she's a bitch yeah i'm like come on man like behave yourself know when and where to use certain words in it yeah yeah i think for me why it's it's difficult to allow your kid to run around using that you know kind of language because yeah. like for the the stance i take is out of all the in-depth vocab that you've got command of like you're resorting to that word, like, why? Is it a resort, though? Like, I feel like it's something that I you feel... should be allowed to do because oh. it's still part of vocabulary. No, no, but in, in terms of, like, if, if for Is the it most like part... the lowest of lowest chat? No, for the most part, when I've met someone who's got very limited vocabulary, you find quite a, a, a number of, for, for lack of being able to find a word to describe how they feel, they're resorting to a swear word. 
And it's like, hold on. Do you not think that's just because of their um, inabilities to articulate what they actually feel? I as think... As opposed to having a lack of vocabulary. So when you pull them up on it and you actually ask, like, I've asked this because, like, I'm particular. When people are swearing around me a lot, like... <laughs> Excessively. It, it pisses me off because it's just like, look, in this environment, like, I'd rather not hear language like that. So I ask... What environment That thing, this? that thing being around me. So that thing that you're trying to, that, no, honestly, Matt, like, Matt says, I am the environment. No, but it it, it does like it, in a, in a situation where you are trying to have like a nice in depth conversation with mm. someone, right? And then you ask them, okay, all this swearing that you're using, what were you trying to say? Have you got another word for that? Can you find another word for it? Yeah. And then they struggle to find another word for it. Then it's just like, okay, you're trying to describe your feelings surely there's something else that could hit the nail on the head. And then you realize, nah, they do not have within their vocabulary any other way to describe okay, it. Okay, so what about this? Right, let's, ro- mm. let's role play for a second, right? Yeah. So let's say you're a concerned friend of mine. I've mm. been feeling, um, you've noticed that I'm feeling down. I've lost my zest or whatever. Mm. And you're going to ask me, you're, you're trying to inquire as well. So let's, let's do that. So you see me. Okay. How are you feeling? Oh, I just feel shit, man. Okay. Can you find another word to describe the way that you're feeling right now? No, nah, I like, get you. I grew, I woke up this morning and I just, the, the fucking sky was like, it was dull outside. I just couldn't be asked doing anything. Like, I just feel just shit in general. Okay, granted. You're describing how you feel. You're using swear words. I get that. But <laughs> that same sentence that you used, yeah. you could have not used such colorful language. Yes. You could have used other words. I've been able to articulate exactly what I was feeling. Do you not okay. feel that that's a pathway to finding a resolution to the way I'm feeling? I think, do you know what? I feel like if it people gives me knew an air of... If people knew how they were genuinely feeling or how mm. to genuinely use the words that like instead of using swear words mm-hmm. to describe or get yeah. across the way they're feeling, mm-hmm. then that would be part of the battle because you identify more, like you you can pinpoint more as yeah. to what it is. So if you feel like, oh, do you know what? I feel like my stomach's a bit of a problem. I don't, it's not just ambiguity uh-huh. with I feel shit. Yeah. I've isolated it down to a certain part of my body. So maybe then then that presents some solution to your issues. Yeah, but maybe saying, you're feeling shit because you need to take a shit. Yeah, but like swearing so, so, doesn't narrow it down though. So if you said I've I feel like I've lost my mojo, feeling despondent, feeling low. Feeling low. Nigga, if you said hell feeling is despondent? low. Feeling low. Okay. So if you just said you're feeling low, I wouldn't have been like, oh, he's used the F word there. So mm, this is the next low. I still get the point if you tell me, yeah, man's feeling low. Mm. Yeah, but you know. Some men just don't just feel shit enough and they can't explain why they feel shit or or what's <laughs> gonna make them feel unshit. Like they just think, ah, I just feel shit in it. I do you know what the, the age thing that you touched on before, oh. that's that's the key for me because quite honestly, um, if it's a younger person, uh, especially one of my kids, you know, when the day comes where uh, it's not gonna be milly nilly swear words at the ready everybody because the way i was raised as well is like we didn't swear especially around the house parents are in earshot or whatever yeah, yeah. but then that's a, a lesson that stuck with me even in my adult life where mm. i hardly swear as it is mm. but then sometimes i find myself obviously you know swear words come out and all that kind mm. of thing and you're just like all right cool like earlier about 10 that few minutes ago you said it really pisses me off yeah exactly but that is what it is do you know what i mean it's well, not a conscious. thing where where um 
No, it's just, it, it, it happens, but it's not a thing where I'm kicking myself now because I was like, oh, no, now in this, this later stage in life, I'm swearing all the time and fiddlesticks. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not where I'm kicking myself like that. <laughs> but of 20 lashings. <laughs> yeah, but when there's children around, young people around, uh-huh. my ear is more sensitive to that kind of language. I will actually be taken aback when I hear young people just... Do you know what I mean? All right, Tatsla, nephew. Yeah. What age did you accept him swearing in front of you? Not necessarily, not to you, not like in a derogatory manner, but yeah. like where you might have heard him on the phone to his brethren or he's explaining something to you yeah. and he's sworn and you've just been like, I'm actually okay with it. I, I can overlook it. When he, when he started rapping, I pulled him up about it and oh, I really? was like... What age was that? This, this is odd to me. So at first, I think when he was 16... Right. I heard a song where, you know, there's some colorful language used there. He's 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 swearing on the track. And I'm just like, I've not, in the household he was raised in, I've not heard him swear. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Simply doesn't seem like a swearing person either. Yeah, exactly. And so, that's how we were raised. We just weren't swearing people. But then I, was, I, I hear I, I think music. that's different to me and you. I fucking was. Yeah. So I hear My music. has got the colorfulest mouth you've ever heard in your life. So I hear she's, music. she's different now. She's yeah. calmed down now. But back then, Lord God. <laughs> so it, 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 it did shock me because I was just like, all right, well, obviously he's grown up and it's not like, yeah, how, whatever percentage of time he spends yeah. in the house, but the other percent is spent with his mates and they swear. So that's yeah. the environment. And that's, it is what it is. Less shocked at that stage. But had it been at 10, and I'm hearing... Well, yeah. Beep, 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 Because beep. I feel like at 10, you can, test. You, can, you can blindly assume that they're not using it sparingly. Or they, mm-hmm. they don't have an education around the word and the environment. Yeah. So for me, I would like to think that no matter what I teach my children, mm-hmm. the rules change depending on the context and the situation and the environment. Yeah. Just because I say one thing is applicable in the house doesn't mean it's applicable outside the house yeah. and vice versa. Mm. Things that you are allowed to do in the, uh, in the outside world don't yeah. bring that stuff into me. Even mm. something as simple as yeah. you wear shoes outside. Yeah. When you come inside and mm. the carpet is, you've got carpet or you've got clean floor, take yeah. off your shoes. Yeah. What, yeah. Put on your slippers. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But if I was to say, put on your shoes mm. and the child was like, so like, geared to doing what they're told yeah. and I had to tell them alright now you're in the house take off your shoes when you go outside put your shoes on Yeah, that's tiring as a parent uh-huh. so I think you have to I think with anything when children are being taught something is you teach them when and when, you teach them skills but you yeah. also teach them where those skills are applicable Yeah, and that's how you avoid getting jobs worth mm. you know people that do a job and they're just like you've got no sense of leniency depending on the situation the criteria the circumstances yeah. Do you know what I mean? The unique perspective that you might have at that point. You're just yeah. uniform. Mm. And that's, yeah, I, I don't, I feel like me, I couldn't raise a uniform child. Mm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I would hate to have a uniform child because I'll just yeah. be like, you don't think for yourself at this point. You've yeah. got this one set of rules and you apply it to everything and everyone hates you. Yeah. I That's hate difficult. I hate you. You are your, my child. Your own I kid hate will you. be pulling you up. Do you know what I mean? Like, when you, something you taught them, sniveling. Then Mom they'll said be like, allowed to drink on the couch. <laughs> Fuck off, man. Do you pay? Which which couch and which drink did you put money in here to buy? Move, man. Damn. If you could only watch three of these TV programs from back in the day, which ones would they be? So there's quite a few here. So it's Moesha, The Cosby Show, Good Times, The Jeffersons. 
A Different World, Martin, My Wife and Kids, The Bernie Mac Show, Girlfriends, Family Matters, The Jamie Foxx Show, The Steve Harvey Show, Sister Sister, Living Single, The Parenthood, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, mm-hmm. The Parkers, Everybody Hates Chris, 227, A Rock, In The House, Amen, Smart Guy, Wayans Brothers, The Boondocks, Chappelle Show, Hanging With Mr. Cooper, Malcolm and Eddie, That's So Raven, Proud Family, Keenan and Kel, and In Living Colour. Mm. Now, obviously, you've previously had time to think about these things, but yeah. for the purposes of the listeners, I feel like there's a lot in here that a lot of people won't know. Yeah, exactly. They, like, even I haven't watched back all in the of day. these. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't even heard of a couple of these, to be honest, but... So I would say uh, Fresh Prince, uh-huh. Moesha, uh-huh. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, they were cold still. Yeah. My yeah. one's a bit more older because um, I didn't have like cable or Sky TV when I was back in, the, back in the day. So a lot of these programs, I had to w- wait until I was like, I think, I want to say like 15, 16 to watch. Okay. But then I, so I'd, I'd maybe catch them throughout my like early childhood. Nah, 15, 16 is too late. It would have been about 12, 13 oh, okay. when I was watching some of these because a lot of my cousins had like cable and Sky and Trouble TV. Uh-huh. So Moesha I knew because that used to come on Sunday mornings on Channel 4. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Cosby show, you know, that was on TV back in the day, like in the early 90s. Um, a Different World, Martin, My Wife and Kids, that used to come on like regular TV. The Steve Harvey show I used to catch at my, at my godbrother's house. Mm-hmm. Sister Sister was also my older cousin Chantel Davinia. They yeah. were twins as well, so they used to tape it for me. Oh, they used okay. to tape quite a few of these programs, and then I would watch them when I went to their house. Um, the Parkers that was on E4. Um, that's a Raven was and Proud Family were on um, Disney. Yeah, but yeah, my three were the Boondocks, mm-hmm. Chappelle's Show, and the Steve Harvey Show. Sorry, no, sorry, not Steve Harvey Show, the Bernie Mac Show. Ah, and yeah, I can attest to this because they're all on that hard drive plugged into my TV right now. Oh, right. Every single episode of all three of those seasons. So when I seen <laughs> this, I was like, I can't even lie. The only three of those that I actually have yeah. are those three. Oh, okay. So I can't even lie that I, th- those would be the three because I've made the effort to actually get them on for my own copy. Yeah. But a close fourth is obviously Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah. Because that used to come on BBC every, at 6 p.m., I think. Ah. Every, every weekday. Was it BBC or was it Channel 4? Channel 4, I think. I think it would have been Channel 4, I think yeah. it was Channel 4, yeah. Yeah, it would have been Channel 4. But yeah. I feel like, do you know what it is though with, with Fresh Prince? Because I feel like I've watched every single episode like four or five times. Mm-hmm. And then when it came on, when they put it on Netflix again, I watched the whole thing from front to back. Yeah, yeah. I think... Um, it took me like three weeks. There's so many episodes, especially of Fresh Prince that I've watched maybe three or four times. Whereas with a lot of the others I've watched, I'll remember the episodes and I've watched it once, but with Fresh Prince, it just, it repeated on so many different platforms. Yeah. It was good to have in the background. So yeah, definitely yeah. the same applies. Keenan and Kel, I feel like I outgrew it. Oh, okay. I outgrew Keenan and Kel. And the reason is, because Kel does my head in. Because <laughs> you know, it just seemed like Keenan was always like trying to be productive. Yeah. And because he was friends with this idiot, he never got the. He never. He can never actually succeed at anything. Yeah, it's like that one dumbass friend that just kept him back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's quite funny because in real life, once Keaton got rid of Kel, he started 
doing big things. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, like behind the scenes or as a writer, as a comedian, he started like, you know, he couldn't be good burger for the rest of his life. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You had so, to outgrow that. You had to outgrow it. But yeah, and then, so for instance, the ones that I've never watched, I've never even heard of, The Parenthood. Okay. ROC, yeah. Rock. Oh, that, oh, ROC was cold. So uh, we used to watch that on a Sunday um, in Africa. He was a bin man. Um, same family setup. It was so dope. This bald dude. Yeah. Uh, like family matters, but the dad is a bald bin man who's hilarious. Oh, this. Yeah. Oh, so I've seen clips of this. Oh, okay. But I've never actually watched an episode. Nah, it was good. Oh, Clifton Powell's in it. Oh, Jamie Foxx is in it. Jamie Foxx has been in beer things, bro. The Steve Harvey show was kind of funny. Mm. But um, you see the Bernie Mac show? Yeah. It's so underrated, I think. (sighs) Honestly, like... So many people have not even heard, that don't even know that Bernie Mac had his own show, but it's fucking hilarious. What network was it on in the States? I I don't know, because I found it on YouTube. Mm. I found a, an episode on YouTube and I said, and I, this is like, must have been like 20, 2008, 2009 maybe. Oh, okay. Around that time. And I remember thinking, Bernie Mac is easily my favorite comedian. Yeah. And I've never ever me. even heard of this show. Uh, and I watched the first episode, I watched an episode, it wasn't the first one in the whole series, but I remember watching an episode and I'm thinking, this is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. This is absolutely, this is my type of humor. entertainment, bro. It's Bernie Mac. Yeah. Being Bernie Mac. So I thought, you know what? Let me go let me torrent it and find the and and the, ever since I downloaded it first time, I've had it on my USB stick. But uh, yeah, that I fucking love it, man. And then Boondocks goes without saying Boondocks, when yeah. that hit the Classic. when that hit the when that hit the TV, when that hit like the streams and all the TV, that I was hooked. Mm. The first episode I saw, don't trust these new niggas over here. <laughs> I said, what is this? I, do you know what? I never had such excitement and enjoyment out of something new than mm. the last time I had that was when I first stumbled across Don't Be a Menace in South Central while drinking juice in the hood. Oh, okay. When I, I, I remember it was Saturday evening. Yeah. I was in my room and obviously it was, I was young. Me and my mom weren't doing nothing. She was in her room watching TV. I was in my room. Yeah. And my mom came through and said, what are you laughing at? And I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> so she obviously, obviously looks at the TV, sees like what she thinks is like a Boys in the Hood type movie. She's like, I don't think you should be watching this. I was like, Mom, this is not what you think it is. I don't uh, know who these people... Never even heard of the Wayne Brothers before. Oh, okay. I said, I don't know who these people are, but, but watch hilarious. it. And then she watched it for about five minutes. She said, this is hilarious. <laughs> and I don't think she wanted me to watch it, but she was like, I can't get mad at you for watching this. <laughs> so she let fun. me watch it. Uh, it was so, so funny, man. But yeah, that was... And when the Boondocks came on, I was like, this is... I was blown. I was overwhelmed. I was like, "This is hilarious." Yeah. I don't even know how to laugh at this. This is fucking brilliant. Yeah. What do you mean? There's a black, the blackest guy in the thing is that hates black people. What? <laughs> that made no sense. Uncle yeah, Ruckus. Uncle, Uncle no Ruckus. relation. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, don't use the word nigga in my house. Granddad, you said nigga four times before breakfast. <laughs> I'm allowed to say nigga in this house. <laughs> I need to start watching that again, man. Like Bro, I remember when I first funny. downloaded it, like low quality, but now I'll be able to get it like HD. I'll give it to you. So all right, I've got it all on a USB stick. stick. Yeah, I'll, oh, okay. I'll, I'll just uh, next, yeah, next time you come, bring a USB stick. I'll transfer it to you. Dope, man. Um, and then the Chappelle show, uh, Blood. When I first saw that, I saw a skit, uh, a skit right that he did. It was um, what's it called? The Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, okay. The Samuel L. Jackson. So there's a beer in America called Samuel L. Okay. Or Samuel Adams. 
Okay. So there's the, the, the purpose is there's three dudes, there's three um, white dudes in the bar. Mm. And then the waitress comes up and says, oh, do you want anything to drink? So one guy goes, I'll have a Budweiser. Other guy goes, I'll have a Samuel. I'll have a Sam Adams. And, then, mm. and the third guy goes, I'll have a Samuel L. And then the other two goes, do you know what? I'll have a Samuel L. Cut scene. It's, um, <laughs> it's Dave Chappelle dressed up as Samuel L. Jackson. Uh-huh. And he's just screaming everything. He's like, it's my beer. <laughs> like, he's like, this is Samuel L. Jackson. It's my beer. It's like, he goes up to the guy and he's, he's taking a sip. How's it taste, motherfucker? <laughs> he's like, can you stop screaming? No, I can't stop yelling because that's how I talk. <laughs> Mm-mm, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it's too funny, bro. He just and I was I remember thinking, isn't that Reggie from Nutty Professor? <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Because obviously I haven't seen him in anything else. And obviously I'd seen how high, but in my head when he was acting like that, I was like, that's Reggie from Nutty Professor. Uh, yeah, and then obviously I seen uh, my fa- one of my favorite skits. Uh all right, what's your favorite skit from the Dave Chappelle show? Uh Rick James. Oh yeah. Hands fuck. down. Fly right. kick him in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> so those were like the longer skits. So it's like the longer skits were like the Rick James one, the Black White Supremacist, mm. um, the Player Haters. Oh, okay. The time Traveling Player Haters. Yeah. My favorite short skit was um, the music one. Oh, okay. Where it was like different races vibe to different instruments. Mm. And it was like, look, white people love guitars. So he's like, he, got, he had um, some guitar player, I can't remember his name, right? But he's like, right, we're in an office environment. And I want, and he's like, watch what happens when we play like a festival type riff. So they're in an office. Yeah. And this guy just uh, starts playing this like festival, like almost like Hawaiian, like quite melodic riff on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the office just starts like getting up and vibing like they're on ecstasy pills and like stripping off. Like the girls are all like naked and shit. And then he stops playing and they just sit down and continue the meeting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's so far. It's like, we've seen what happens in it. And then they go to a, a, a bar, an uptown bar, like yeah. a lunchtime hour. A lot of bush voters in the room. Mm. And he's like, play the fight riff. As soon as he starts going, <laughs> everyone starts looking at each other menacingly. And then just a fight breaks out. It's just white people in suits just fighting each other. Yeah, he stops. Yeah. They all just carried on eating dinner, like off the floor and shit. Like, it's, <laughs> it's so funny. He goes to a barber shop, yeah. Latinas and Americans, uh, so Latinas and black people, yeah. starts playing the guitar music. Everyone just looks at him, hey, I'm a man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but then Quest Love is in there, he starts playing drums and niggas start spitting and shit. <laughs> he, start, he, starts like, he starts like freestyling and shit. He's yeah. like, oh shit. Oh, it's just like yeah it's not that white people can't dance it's that they dance to different types of music yeah fucking genius shit man that's yeah, when I knew man. Dave Chappelle was a genius I need to see the Chappelle show apparently well, he's man. got a new um, a new special oh Netflix. right okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah I might I might deep it later on actually oh, I need to double check it's on already I think so you know like, while I'm on, let me just check the Netflix app right now because I feel like Netflix are oh he, he did a that his big deal was for three specials, wasn't it? So this must be the second of those. No, he's already had two. Oh, right. Okay. The closer. Yeah, look. Oh, wait, hold on. Is this... Have I seen this one? I don't know. I don't know if I've seen this one. When did this come out? 2021, but it's... 
But yeah, I don't know. Apparently, there's a new one. I need to double check. So that's 2017. Yeah, I need to double check which which one it is. But yeah. Okay. Actually, let me Google it. Why am I going on Netflix? New Dave Chappelle. Oh, shit. He's in the Apollo. He's in the Hammersmith Apollo. In... Uh, 12th of October. Dope. 13th, 14th, he's, yeah, 15th, he's definitely 16th, 19th. Bro, every day except my birthday. I'm a pagan. Do you know what's <laughs> mad about him though? Like, I fully. Bro, he's doing beer. Mm. He's got enough shows in London. 12th, 13th. He's going to be just walking about London on his ones as well. So many people are going to be bumping into him. <laughs> I think he knows he's too famous to do that. Nah, but he'll try. Like, trust me. Like, every time he goes to flipping South Africa, bro, the guy forgets how famous he is. And he's just walking about like you, like he isn't Dave Chappelle. And so many videos come out on social media where people are just like, they're doubting <laughs> themselves. and They're just like, but you're Dave Chappelle. And he's like, yeah. And <laughs> they're like, you shouldn't be just walking around like you're too flipping famous. Yeah, yeah. So it's mad, man. It's too funny. Yeah. But um, oh right yeah the closer two days ago it was uploaded I think oh cool I'm gonna check that out there actually but yeah um, reading a season in podcast this is quite a lengthy one today I'm gonna have to edit this but um, yeah reason a season podcast brought to you by the reason a seasoning tag team I go by the name of Ellington also known as Tone and I go by the name of King Sims know yourself but yeah if you ain't checked out Squid Game make sure you check that out. Obviously, check out the Dave Chappelle thing and teach your children to swear accordingly. Not to swear. Because <laughs> it makes Sims uncomfortable. So teach them not to. Let, let them swear at Sims. Just run yeah. up on him and say the word bitch in front of him. I don't want nobody swearing up in my DMs or in my... <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just DM him. Who's the it. clever one now? What kind of threats coming through? And like, yeah, it's just... My stance is not to be challenged. You can feel your way, but don't try run up on me and you know, get physical. Cause yeah. you can swear at me if you want, but I'm way too seasoned. So come with your chest. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah that was episode 42. Until episode 43, make sure you check out the five for five. We got a nice one coming up this week. Yeah, this one's for the R and B heads. Is that dope one? Is a is a spicy one? All right. Until next week. What's going on people? You're now listening to the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellington. And me, King Sims. Make sure you check out new episodes every Friday on Spotify. And weekly on YouTube. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Reasoning and Seasoning Podcast.